You're listening to the Sewing and Growing podcast and radio show with Jay and Jay. All right, we are back. This is the third installment of Faith for Healing. And I was really excited. I always like hearing stories about Peter's mother-in-law. The reason being, I'm now married. I have a mother-in-law and I love to bring good things to uh, my mother-in-law. I've been blessed with an awesome mother-in-law. Sometimes that can be challenging, but good for Peter that he had a good relationship and he his mother-in-law got healed because sometimes those could be uh, tumultuous relationships. But we had fun all kidding aside. It was great to hear just about how to speak to the problem. Speak to the problem. Jesus didn't just jump in and lay hands on her. He spoke to the sickness. And the reason being is because that was the source of the enemy. But hey, this really isn't my podcast to forerun. It is Mr. Dan Glenn. Mr. Dan Glenn, say hello to everybody. Hi again. All right. Well, uh, he has something up his sleeve for us today, so I'm just going to let him run with it. Well, we're we're going to go on to the next incident in the Bible that uh, that speaks of healing that was handpicked by the Holy Spirit to be written down for our, our example, and uh, it has to do with the. Uh, man who was um, the paralyzed man who was uh, born on four by four friends to the top of the roof. And that, that actually what I've, I've just found out is that it's, it was Jesus's own house. Really? He, it was, it was in his house and he had, Pretty large house. Anyway, and there were lots and lots and lots of people because the people that bore the paralyzed man couldn't get in the door. And so uh, here they go up onto the roof and they take the tiles off of the roof and they they probably, you know, uh, <laughs> I can I can just see Jesus. He's in the house. He looks up. There's dust coming down, few pieces of brick. You know, there's a few things falling. And uh, he's, he's looking up and he's smiling. He's, he's saying, I see their faith. They, they want something. They're looking for something. And it wasn't just the paralyzed man. The paralyzed man had to want it too, because he's the guy who probably said, "Well, get me up on the roof then, if we can't get in the door." Yeah, he had to be, at least be willing to go along with the whole plan. Exactly, exactly. And, and Jesus must have been in the spirit, because if someone's cutting up my roof or tearing my roof apart, and I'm smiling or happy about it or willing to perform a miracle, I'm not concerned about natural things. I'm more concerned about spiritual things. Exactly, and so, and it says in the word. It says that he saw their faith. Big statement. Don't jump over that. Yeah. And the one thing that I have come to find out about faith for healing is that sometimes 
we uh, can get ourselves in trouble when we want something so badly for someone who is close to us, and we we can say, well, you know, um, my wife, she should be healed of so-and-so, such-and-such, and it doesn't seem to happen, and we say, God, why why isn't it happening? And but what it says in all these instances that it has to do with the individual's faith, not your faith for the individual. Hmm. We can help, like the four guys that bore him up on the it says Jesus said he saw their faith. He saw all four. Well, the the four or the, all five. So uh, he saw the faith of those who were helping the man as well as the individual's faith. So we can help. We can do all that we can to get our loved one into the presence of God, but we can't make that choice for them. It's based on the individual's faith. And sometimes when that doesn't happen the way we want it to, we can get bummed out, but that's the way God worked it out. That's the way it works. I've been in that spot and it's a real spot. And I appreciate you that you bring this up, but it goes back to what we talked about last week on the podcast, that there are things that we control and there are things that we can't control. We can't control the thoughts that come to our mind, but we can control by taking them captive and bringing them into the obedience of Christ. Exactly. We need to work on the things that God gave us authority to work on. Yes. We can't have faith for somebody else. We can support their faith. We can come alongside with our faith, but we can't have faith for them. And I've been in situations where I started off strong in faith. I've gotten around somebody who wasn't currently at the point of faith that I was at, and I got frustrated with them. And then I operated in frustration around them. Now I am no longer helping them get more encouraged in their faith and joy. I have taken on frustration, which is actually limiting and lowering the little bit of faith they started with. So just focusing on things that you can't control will actually hurt the situation more than it will help it. Exactly. So we need to we need to do all that we can with the things that we're shown to do, but not uh worry or be concerned about the things that we're not told to do. Paul said, be ignorant to what's evil and wise to what's good. And the result of that would be that God would crush Satan under your feet shortly. But it's not about being wise about all these things that you can't control or evil things. It's about being really wise with the things God's given us and what are good. Yes. And it says in in the word in first john 5 4 it's uh, it says that whatsoever that's born of god overcomes the world and this is the victory Come on. that overcomes the it. world even our faith 
Well, the, the thing that I noticed about that is it doesn't say, although it does say in another place, it says whosoever, here it says whatsoever is born of God. Wow, I've never noticed that. How, what is it, what is the whatsoever that's born of God? Okay, the, the other, uh, the word for born here can also say breathed. Okay, so everything that's breathed of God, well, how does God breathe? He breathes the breath of his word into our spirit. We are inspired. When we are inspired, that whatsoever thing is born of God, but it's not just born, it's born to overcome. So all the things that God says to me in my spirit is are things that are put there to overcome the world. I'm just comparing scripture by scripture, and I'm thinking of Philippians 1.6, where it says the good work that he started in you, he's faithful to complete those works that he started. The completion point is when they're operating in your life and you're overcoming things. Exactly. Oof. But the, it says that we're born overcomers. Uh, one of the one of the uh, statements that is used in in faith school by Keith Moore at each class they say this they say this is faith school faith school is the place where my spirit is fa- fed where my faith grows stronger and where I learn how to be an overcomer. We are, as believers, we're meant to overcome in everything. And, it, and in fact, it says that even when, <laughs> it, well, but we cannot overcome on our own. That doesn't, that doesn't work. We have to have help to overcome the world. And that's where our faith comes in. Because our faith is what grows our spirit, and we get stronger and stronger and stronger in faith, and get so uh, so confident in that we're born to overcome that it happens. Uh, one one of the uh, um, one of the scriptures, God gave me a, uh, a uh, paraphrase of Mark eleven twenty two or Mark eleven twenty three, And that is, you say it until you believe it. Then you believe it. You say it until you believe it. Then you believe it and say it and you'll have it. Let me see if I... If I repeat it, then maybe I'll get it. You yep. say it until you believe it. You believe it, and then you say it, and then you have it. Yes. So you say it over and over and over and over. And that, to me, is is kind of like fishing. If the fish is way out there, sometimes you have to 
reel it and reel it and reel it and reel it. Well, sometimes when you read the Word of God the first time, and one of the examples is it says, Oh, no man, anything. When you read that in the Word of God, sometimes the first time you read that, it may be way out there, far off and out of reach. But if you continue to say it, it's like you're reeling it in, and there be some t- place where you get to where you have said it enough that you believe it, and when you believe it and say it, you have it. Mm. Faith school. So, so you, you, <clears throat> when it starts out far off and out of reach. You continue to say the same thing that the Word says, and that gets it closer and closer and closer and closer. You're reeling it and in. And then you, there's comes a point when you put, can put your hands on it, and you don't no longer need faith for it. You have it. Praise God. So, and, and that's where... In all instances, we want to go. In our Christian, it says that the righteous shall live by faith. Not not just on Sundays, not just on Thursday nights, but they shall continue to operate. And it says that God, that's the only thing that pleases God is that faith, Hebrews that 11, way 6. of operation. So, and why does it not please God when you're not in faith? Because usually when you're not in faith, you're being defeated. You're being overcome. You're, you, you're, you're not getting it. If the victory that overcomes the world is even our faith, Come on, the reverse of that verse is also true. Exactly. The defeat of this world is not living by faith. God doesn't want to see his children defeated. No, and in fact, that's that's what uh, God said in the Old Testament about the chis- children of Israel. He said he wasn't pleased in that they were defeated in the wilderness. My soul takes no pleasure in those that draw back. Yes. It's a picture of defeat. Yes. So let's yes. press into our healing. Yes, exactly. And overcome. Get on the roof and overcome something. Exactly. Exactly. And many times uh I'll just give a little a little instance about uh where my healing has I've had a few issues well the the thing about healing is is that it is a pertinent subject because in this world Christians are either going to need to be healed themselves or need to tell someone else about healing. I want you to listen to that audio listener. Healing is a pertinent subject. If you aren't being attacked with sickness right now, I'm fully confident to say you will be. Yes, it's it's or 
you may get to the place where you've overcome and continue to overcome, but you'll have to reinforce it. And if you've reinforced it and you're just walking in health, which praise God, I'm all for that. There are people who are not at the spot that you're in and they need the knowledge that you are currently walking in. If you're currently walking in that amazing level of the faithfulness of God and the goodness of God and the overcoming power that he's given through the Holy Spirit by increasing your faith, you need to learn how to share it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the one thing that I've heard about, uh, there, there's two things that Christians become. First, they, they become believers. Believers, uh, that's, that, that's about as far as they go. They're going to heaven, you know, because they believe in Jesus. They're, they're on their way. But then there are disciples. And disciples not only get born again, they carry people with them. Mm. They, they, so you need to get to the place where you're okay, but you're also showing other people how to be okay. And that's part of the reason that we're faith people. Our prosperity is to help others be okay financially. Our health and our healing is partially and probably a good portion of it to pass on to other people. It's not a selfish thing. It gives glory to God. Or it can. <laughs> yes. Amen. Uh, let's get back to the story of the four people who yep. helped the one paralyzed guy get into Jesus's house. Something that I noticed, and I just want to get your thoughts on this. I believe I'm reading the same story, is that there were many in the house, and the Bible actually reveals that the presence of God was there to heal. But it didn't happen with the people who were clogging the door, filling his living room, sitting on the floor, hanging on the stairwell, wherever they were, it wasn't there, which just brings me back to where are you? I know you're listening to this podcast, but are you really listening to this podcast? I know you're hearing this podcast, but are you really listening? I know you're tuned in, but are your antennas really up? Because it took somebody from the outside to get what was going on on the inside of the room. Exactly. And one of the, one of the things that it says in the word of God, Jesus says at quite a few different times, he says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Well, I've thought to myself, All right, how many people do you see walking around the world that don't have ears. He's not, he's not saying about those outside catchers uh, that catch sounds and that we hear with naturally. He's, he's talking about what John's saying about having your antenna up. You know, and uh, one of the uh, things that uh, God's given me a few times is acrostics. And one of them is, uh, or different words that come out of a singular word. And the word that I'm talking about is the word heart. Okay, and if you'll look at the word heart, in that word is the word 
ear. Wow, look at that. Also, in that word is the word hear. Wow. And so what God showed me through that, just that singular word, is that we need to hear with the ear of our heart. Mm. So we need to get it not necessarily uh, a mental thing, but we need to... um, one of the one of the best words that I have for if you get something in your spirit, it, it's not some it's not really a voice because many times people are looking for audible voices and it usually does not come with audible voices if you're trying to be led by the spirit or follow God. But normally, what the word that I use for that is a knowing. You know it in your knower. You you hear with the ear of your heart. It comes from the still small voice on the inside. Uh, I, I have <laughs> many times I have either listened or not listened to the still small voice on the inside. And being married, when you don't listen to the still small voice on the inside that says, Dan, don't say that to her. Dan, you're getting a little too close to home right uh-oh, now. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And, uh, but uh, we need to realize that that's where that, leading comes from. That's where that knowing comes from. And when you know it in your knower, it doesn't matter what your thinker is thinking. Yeah. Uh, You're you're settled. And I think that was God's original design. If you want to have more to say, can I jump in real quick? Go. (laughs) That's the way we were made to receive information into our spirit and then our spirit processes it processes it to our mind. Yeah. But we've lived carnally. We were born into this world dead spiritually that was separated, unresponsive. So we've grown so accustomed to just getting head information instead of heart spirit information. But our soul was made to be subject to our spirit. We were made to have a bigger funnel on our spirit, take in information, and then allow that information to get rooted in our head. But often we determine, oh, can I believe this in my head? Can I? I don't know. And then we're trying to navigate from soul to spirit, but it should go from spirit to soul. The the spirit of man is the natural. There There's three parts of, of man. Spirit. I am a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body. My soul is my mind, will, and and emotions. My body is what I can put my hands on, I can touch. The spirit is the only leader of that. You, You cannot be led by anything other than your spirit and expect to succeed or overcome. Amen. And uh, so... Uh, and but the deal is is that 
I can be spirit-led, but do you know of any folks that are mind-led, that are money-led, that are uh, friend-led, oh, man. that are uh, news-led? Uh, th- there's a lot of other things that would... and. All of these other things have really loud voices. Yeah, there's power struggles going on all the time. Exactly. And the Bible even says that between flesh and spirit, that they war and they're at enmity against each other. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen third world countries where when there's a leadership gap, there becomes power struggles between different groups. It can be drug groups. It can be different power struggles. And it's never good for the entity itself. There needs to be strong leadership. And for this Christian, for the son or daughter of God, the only legitimate leader is your spirit in union with the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And when that happens, you get nothing but good. Come on, Dan. And if that doesn't happen, you get nothing but good. (laughs) You don't get the good. Right. You get nothing but bad. Yeah. Everything but good. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, I know we're talking about healing, but we're talking a lot about faith right now, which is good because it's faith for healing. Is there yes, any other I, thing that you draw from that story that you want to share about? Uh, is this the same? Can I ask this question? I'm going to ask a question. Maybe it'll prompt something. Is that, is that okay? Yes. Is this the same person that when the mat was there, he said, rise up and or your sins are forgiven you? Is that a similar situation or no? I uh, it might be in uh no, I don't believe so. I don't think that this All right. Well, come the to end. the come to Dan's class because he'll eventually talk about that one in one of the gospels. Exactly. And in fact, it'll start this Thursday night. Oh, there you go. Boom 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 boom. Uh it's going to be great. Uh Dan, this has been really fun. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Congratulations. I'm holding the mic with one hand, so I'm clapping with the other <laughs> for your inaugural podcast appearances. You busted out three of them. Well done. All right. I had a good time. Thank you so much for having me. Are you ready for the wisdom of the day? I'm ready. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Uh, You go first this time. I like to prefer my guests. That's why I ask. Uh Well, it's what we were just talking about. And that was spirit ascendancy, spirit leadership, hearing with the ears of the heart. I really enjoyed what you had to say about heart. Inside of it is ear. Also with inside of the word heart is hear. So we need to hear with the ear of the heart. Mm -hmm. I got that right, right? You did. All right. And you were talking about earlier saying things and saying things and saying things until you believe it. Your paraphrase, again, these are such good points. Your paraphrase of Mark 11, 23, that we need to say until we believe, and then we believe what we say and we'll have what we say. Exactly. And I go, oh man, how does that work? And like just looking at the Bible. But I realize sometimes when I just like, okay, here's the word of God. I'm going to read it. I'm not hearing what's being said from the ear of the heart. I'm hearing from the ear of the brain. So I'm receiving it in the wrong order. Now, when you position yourself differently, you're expecting to hear from the Holy Spirit. I'm now positioning myself to hear from the ear of the heart. And that will become faith much quicker and with a whole lot less work. Exactly. That's my wisdom of the day, sir. That's great. And mine would be uh, the four 
four friends that bore the paralyzed man. Uh, sometimes the best thing that we can do is do everything that we can to help someone else get into the presence of Jesus. And when we can do that, we've done enough. And uh, But it then takes them to receive from him by their own faith. And we need to realize the difference. That's so big that you said that. Thank you for sharing that. I've had times where I enjoy giving advice, but maybe you've experienced this, Dan. Sometimes people want you to be Jesus for them and they just, and it can feel good because you're feeling needed and, oh, you're so amazing, but we've overstepped a boundary. We need to be like these men. We'll open up a roof to get you to the presence of Jesus, but that's where we let go of the mat and it's between you and him. So instead of being Jesus for somebody, which we are not equipped or qualified or should have a desire to be, we don't want to be that. We need to get people to Jesus, not be Jesus for them. Exactly. Exactly. Great wisdom. Whew, this has been awesome. And we are going to finish it off right with you praying us out of this podcast. Great. Dear Lord and Father, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity and the privilege that we have to share your word together. And we purpose to do what God has told us in our hearts to do individually and we'll give Jesus, all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Mr. Glenn, thank you so much. I know I said it before, but this really was an honor. And thank you for fighting the good fight of faith, staying in your lane, running your race. And I'm just going to declare over you right now that the end of the thing is going to be better than the beginning. And it sounds like the beginning was pretty good. So you better get ready. Okay. <laughs> I receive it. He, he receives it. And we'll be ready next time. And our, well, our, yes, but my co-host, Pastor Jonathan, will be back. It'll be great. And we look forward to you being with us as well on the Sewing and Growing Podcast with Jay and Jay. <laughs>